0: Welcome to another episode of the Rust Belt Rivals brought to you in part by Overtime Sports Network. I am Pittsburgh Steeler fan Nick Angelo by myself today as Simon is on vacation because, let's face it, that's what Browns fans do. They go on vacation from the month of December till April. But man, was I wrong this past weekend? When I'm wrong, I'm wrong. Holy smokes, I got one out of three of my picks right. I was so wrong this weekend that I actually thought Bad Boys 3 was already out. That's how wrong I was. Man, oh man. Uh, what are you going to do? That's playoff football, though. That's why we watch, right? Isn't thats is that what we're all here for? Uh, we're going to go over those games, look ahead into next weekend. Uh, just a couple things around the league. Uh, Tua is entering the draft, so that's going to be uh, interesting to see where he ends up falling in the draft. I mean, he's got a pretty bad injury, so he may drop. He may drop. I don't know. Steelers got a second round draft pick would look great. I don't think that's going to happen, though. I still think he's going to end up going in the first round for sure. Uh, The talent's there. I think, uh, you know, it all depends on his health. So we'll see what happens. It's a little too early to start making predictions. But, you know, as a Steeler fan with no first round pick, that would be nice if he fell but then again, if he falls, it's probably for a good reason. Uh, but that's interesting. Um, some other some other things going on the coaching circus that is the NFL offseason for most teams. Uh, Mike McCarthy is now the coach of the Dallas Cowboys, which I'm sure uh, Simon is actually thrilled about. As he because he was trying to convince you could tell last week's episode he was trying to convince himself that Mike McCarthy would do good in Cleveland, but he he wasn't actually feeling it. Uh, I thought it was funny that the Cowboys interviewed Marvin Lewis. I mean, that how is Marvin Lewis still getting job interviews? How is that guy still getting job interviews? He is the epitome of mediocrity. I mean, if that's what the Cowboys wanted, they should have just hired Jason Garrett. i, I, I that that was just shocking to me. I guess that's the is that the Rooney role? is that is that what that was? The Cowboys interviewed Marvin Lewis for the job to to abide by the Rooney rule? I guess I don't know. That seems like that's cheating. That's kind of not the purpose of the rule. But, you know, whatever. Uh Ron Rivera is in Washington now. Last time we recorded he that was still on the fence, but he is now in Washington. I think that's a I think that's a good move. I mean, I think Ron Rivera kind of got a a, a bad rap in Carolina there and I I think Washington has a decent enough nucleus right now i mean i don't think they're playoff bound anytime soon but that they're not you know dwayne haskins if he can come together you got yourself a nice little team there and i think ron rivera is a good as a is a good coach so that's a that's a good pickup for them cleveland as of right now still doesn't have a head coach um but you know there's still some coaches freshly freshly eliminated uh as as we know uh, but here's a name here's a name and we'll we'll get into this but here's a name is uh, uh the bills the the bills offensive coordinator Brian Duball he's being touted as the next coach in Cleveland and I'll tell you what as a steeler fan I hope that's true he's a bad coach I I picked the buffalo bills this week and I was wrong because I knew what I knew of the buffalo bills which admittedly wasn't a lot And uh, a good buddy of mine who is a diehard Bills fan told me that his offensive coordinator is terrible. And I remember even saying when the Bills played the Steelers, I was like, wow, what a bunch of questionable calls this this team makes, huh? And he's like, yeah, that happens all year long. They are not a good they do not call proper plays. So now this guy is going to be the next head coach of the Cleveland Browns? Did you watch that game in the second half? Did you watch that clock management at the end of the first half? Did you watch them not run the ball? Man, that was for a team that just fired their one-year coach for not running the ball and making good plays. They sure aren't going to do any better if they hire this guy. I mean, what a doofus that guy was. I mean, let's get into that game a little bit. I mean, Buffalo looked great in the first half, but they couldn't get it in the end zone. And Houston Got a nice got a nice spark from J.J. Watt, and then Deshaun Watson took over, and that's the type of talent Deshaun Watson is. You got to bury this team when you can, and they they didn't look great. I'm still not afraid of Houston. I don't I don't think that they're the team to beat. But man, Buffalo got to feel bad. But that how about that call though? I mean, what was that illegal use of playing football? They called the the was a crackback blocker. Uh, I don't know the exact terminology they're using now, but it's like basically you can't turn your body towards the end zone and block somebody, and it's to like keep from you know blindsiding somebody and knocking their head off, which I, I guess is a good role. You know, it's the Heinz Ward role, if you will. But this guy just made a—he was blo- he's blocking. The defender was going is running towards Josh Allen to make a tackle, and the offensive lineman put his head across the front and blocked him. That is the definition of playing football. I mean, what are you going to do to these guys? I mean, what was he supposed to do? Just let them go? That's a bad rule. That is a dumb, bad rule, and it it cost the Bills the game. That was a 15-yard penalty. Like, when you play football, you're taught to keep your head on a swivel. Let's not forget that. We can't change the rules that... That completely just disregard how the game is played. It wasn't a dirty hit. It wasn't a dirty block. He blocked him because he was he was in pursuit to make a tackle, and because his shoulder pads were parallel to the end zone, it's illegal. Come on, that's bullshit. That's bullshit. And I don't think there's a single person out there listening that disagrees with me. If you do, please let me know. Go ahead at me, bro. I don't care. I don't think I don't think anybody disagrees. That's a that was a bullshit call. Even Texans fans would have to say, yeah, that, that that was that was lucky for us. But you know, what are you gonna do? Uh if you're a Buffalo Bills fan, you can't stew on that. You know, you had a good season. Uh Josh Allen is the definition. Every time you hear me talk about a young, young quarterback, a rookie quarterback who's gonna make his mistakes, but you can tell he's good. Josh Allen is that kid. He's good. When he makes mistakes, they're head scratchers, but when he's not making mistakes, he's winning ball games. And that's the type of that's the type of young, talented quarterback that you can see get better and better and better each season. So if you're Buffalo, you got to have a little bit of hope. You know, I know that it it stings a little bit. Uh, It might take a while for you guys to get over it, Um, you know, but hang. Keep your heads up there. Bill's Mafia. Uh, You guys got a good team there and uh, you're only going to get better, especially especially if your offensive coordinator gets a job somewhere in Cleveland or whatnot. You probably will get way better. Uh, so what was the other games this that second game, uh, Tennessee at New England? I was wrong on that one once again. Uh, boy, I mean, listen. First off, I am not a New England Patriots fan. I was not rooting for them to win. I, you know, I, I enjoyed that they lost just because now we're gonna have a new champion, have a new team in the Super Bowl, and that's what I want to root for. Uh, but some of you fans out there that are, like, losing your mind because the Patriots lost. Ha, 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 suck it, Brady. Like, guys, you're a Jets fan. You have literal no legs to stand on to start calling out a team for losing one game. Your team sucks. All these Jets fans and Giants fans and uh, Jacksonville Jaguar fans, like, going crazy because the Patriots lost. Like, you you can kind of – you can. You can smirk, you can grin, you can kind of be glad that they lost, but the fact that you're blowing up on Twitter because the Patriots lost the game, come on. G- come on. Let, let's be real. I mean, you're overcompensating for how terrible your team is. Yes, I'm looking at you, Jets fans. Uh, but how, you got to love, though, you got to love that that Belichick lost to a former Patriots player and coach and just got outsmarted by bending the rules. I mean, that is kind of that was kind of fun you know what ravel did there with the with the time management guys you got to take your hat off to that i mean that sucks i mean they're probably going to change the rules on that but we'll speak about some role changes coming up uh, after that oh that new orleans saints game but but that was great that's good coaching played by the rules he he wasted a minute and 42 seconds i believe by deliberately taking uh, delay a game and then you can't take a delay a game like two plays in a row or three plays in a row I, I, i'm I'm not exactly sure without getting a 15 yard penalty and then he so he then he deliberately false started and then took another delay a game but then I, what the the belichick had his guy jump off sides right it was oh, what a chess match it was boring you don't want to watch that but it was that's good to see belichick get a dose of his own medicine and you know me i'm a big belichick fan actually after after just all these years of watching what he's done uh whether they're cheating or not he he's a pretty good coach so that was kind of fun watching him lose with a dose of his own medicine uh so tennessee i mean they looked they looked good Uh, they they came to play uh that defense that run game Uh, They're going to be tough to beat. Uh, Are they going to beat Baltimore? I don't know. We'll get into that in a minute. Let's recap what happened on Sunday in the NFC. Uh, We started off with what was supposed to be the best game, and it was the New Orleans Saints hosting the Minnesota Vikings. The Revenge Tour is how I coined it. I thought the Saints were going to take it all the way to Miami. They're on. They're on a revenge because they've lost last two years in heartbreak. One of those heartbreaks were to the Vikings. And just add another one, folks. Make it three years in a row. Uh this year wasn't as painful as the last two, but I mean, give it up to Minnesota Kirk Cousins. Uh good I mean, they just played they just played better. They were the better team. Uh the the drama at the end, first and speaking of drama, anyone else getting sick and tired of watching Stefan Diggs throw his helmet and pouting around like a baby? Like, all right, dude, you're not that good. You're not Antonio Brown good. I mean, let's, let's pump your brakes, bro. Like you're not good enough to be throwing your helmet because you're getting double teamed. Like you should be happy. that you are getting double teamed because people respect you like knock it off. Okay. Like, can we, can we please get a little bit more professional and keep your helmet on at least? But I digress. I came, went to overtime and what happened? There was a possible pass offensive pass interference call to end the game and they didn't review it the whole reason why you can review pass interference calls is because of what happened to the Saints last year and they didn't review it i mean that's going to leave a little little bad taste in your mouth if you're new orleans i mean look i i think it was the right call i, I don't want to say that they got it wrong uh yeah sure he, rudolph pushed off a little bit but that's the type of thing that happens all the time and and especially i know i hate that argument oh that's the type of thing that happens all the time but they set the bar all season long and were not going to overturn any of these pass interference calls that were challenged now in overtime in the playoffs you can't challenge as a coach it has to come down from the booth and they decided not to because they knew that it wasn't going to get overturned. You've seen the body of work all year long. They were not going to overturn that call. And I think they kind of did Saints fans a a favor by not, by not reviewing, not wasting everybody's time. Could you imagine if they're like, the the last play is under review, and then 10 minutes goes by, Saints fans think that they're going to get another shot, and they decide, nah, Nah, we're not gonna we're, we're nah. It, it, it's good. Place play stands as called. You you could you imagine New Orleans would have erupted. So I, I mean it sucks for Saints fans. That's three years in a row with heartbreak, but I think the big the bigger point and the bigger role change, is overtime in the playoffs. What is what I know that they tried like, oh now both teams can get a possession unless the one team scores a touchdown. That's just stupid. That is dumb. Why can't we just put 10 minutes on the clock and whatever the score is after those 10 minutes is the score? And if it's still tied, put 10 more minutes up. Why is that such a hard concept to do? You're worried about players getting injured? I No, you're not. First off, no, you're not. This is the NFL that wants to add 10. Three more games and cut the preseason game so we can just add more ticket revenue and you know they they don't care about the player's safety. Adding ten minutes to a playoff game is not a concern for safety. Why not? I don't understand. You're adding ten more minutes to the game. You can ha- that's more advertisement revenue. That's ten more minutes of commercials you can have now. NFL. Why are we not doing this? This overtime rule is ridiculous. They go into overtime and Drew Brees doesn't even get a shot because well the Vikings scored a touchdown and it I mean they deserved it they scored that touchdown, but now I don't understand. I, don't don't tell me oh go to college rules that's dumb. I mean that's fun to watch as a fan. Don't get me wrong, it's a lot of fun, but if for the playoffs in the NFL you're doing professional football and you're going to let it go down to a what essentially is a shootout, no. I mean you can't do that. Why? I just I mean NHL got it right. The NHL does. Three on three hockey for five minutes. If, you, if that's not it, we go to a shootout regular season. But when the games matter in the playoffs, we'll play until seven a.m. Baby, you know that. that and that's and that is why the NHL Stanley Cup, Cup playoffs is by far the best playoffs of all the major sports. Those overtime games that when they start watching, you're like, I'm gonna call off work tomorrow because it, we're on the West Coast and this game might go until eight a.m. I mean, that's awesome. That's awesome. Why can't we do that with the NFL in overtime? That's, I mean, that's just, are you afraid that the game's going to last forever? I am. I don't think that's going to happen. I don't think that's the case. That it makes it, even, it makes it even better. So change the rules in overtime. And I think that's happening. I think that's the buzz in New Orleans. I think everyone's realizing that this is, you know, a dumb way to end a season. You, you don't even get a chance in overtime. You don't even get a chance offensively. You have to hold them to a field goal. It just, it just makes no sense. It makes no sense. But hats off to Minnesota. They played a great game. They deserved to win that game. You know, I like I said, I was kind of rooting for New Orleans, but Minnesota deserved to win that game. I, I don't think I don't think Saints fans have that big of a gripe. I know it sucks that that's how your season ended, but give it up to Minnesota. They did a good job. Uh, they deserved to win that game and deserve to continue in the playoffs. Uh, and then the last game, Seattle at Philadelphia that ended the way that's the only game I got right that ended the way it should have ended Uh, although there was a point where Carson Wentz got hurt and say what you will about that hit I, I don't know I hate the call I mean if you're gonna play by the rules I guess that was helmet to helmet I don't know. I, I that's another one of those illegal use of playing football things. I'm glad they didn't call it, but I can see if you're an Eagles fan and you're pissed off. But if you're an Eagles fan, you're probably pissed off because you live in Philadelphia in the first place. But I was kind of laughing at my at the situation where Carson Wentz went down, and I looked at Simon. I said, "How awesome would it be if Josh McCown leads this team to a Super Bowl win, and Carson Wentz becomes the quarterback that?" Can't win a Super Bowl because his backup always does. I mean, you got, that was that was interesting until the next couple plays, and you're like, "Well, that's not going to happen." Um, but in in all seriousness, I know I give Eagles fans a hard time. In all seriousness, that was they did a good job this year. They were beat up, they were banged up, they were injured, and they put together a pretty scrappy team. Uh, if you're an Eagles fan, you got to be looking forward to the next year. I, I think you, you don't get worse. Uh, I don't know what's going to happen to free agency in the draft. But I, I think if you're an Eagles fan, you got to be you got to have your heads up. If you're a Saints fan, I don't know what's Drew Brees, what's Drew Brees's timeline. Is he gonna is he is he done? I have no idea. Uh, speaking of quarterbacks getting old, it's kind of ridiculous that all of a sudden now it's like, oh, is Brady done? Is he going to retire? It, he's not going to retire, but he's going to go to another team. Can you really honestly see that happening? I I don't. I honestly don't see that happening. I think it's kind of stupid and crazy to talk. But you know me. Let's get crazy. What would be a good fit for Tom Brady if it's not the New England Patriots or retirement? <sighs> Gee, I don't know. Uh, a lot of what if you're a team that y- you're going to get one, two years out of him. So like, are you just trying to win now. I know Brady wants weapons around him, and I think the perfect situation for him would be the Chargers because I know Philip Rivers. He's he hates Los Angeles. He still lives in San Diego. He commutes to Los Angeles every day. Uh, he's probably on his way out, if not retirement. I don't know. I, I, it's, it's hard for me to speak of that, but I mean, what, if you're, if you're the Los Angeles chargers and you could get a package deal of Josh McDaniels as your head coach with Tom Brady for the next two years, you got to do it, right? I mean, Tom Brady has business, has family out in Los Angeles. He's from the area. Uh, you know that makes sense for him and his wife to be in that Los Angeles market there's a ton of weapons on that team you know Keenan Allen and Melvin Gordon Jr and Austin Eckler and Hunter Henry you know they, they they got the talent around them i mean that would make sense right no probably not because just the idea of him going anywhere just doesn't really make sense but hey we're playing we're playing this fantasy life right now i i would say the chargers i mean maybe the the buccaneers might need a quarterback yeah, they got the two best. They got the best receiving core in all of football, with Mike Evans and Chris Godwin. OJ Howard is flashing a little bit of a life. You know that's a that's a good spot for him. And I don't think the Buccaneers are going to have a quarterback because Jameis Winston somehow wants he wants thirty million dollars a season. Was that a million dollars for every interception? Get out of here, bro. Thirty million. I mean, look, yeah, you know, don't don't undersell yourself. I get that. I respect that. You know, ask big, see what you get. But thirty million a year, ain't no one gonna pay you that. Ain't no one gonna pay you that. So he's gonna shoot himself in the foot. Like he's gonna end up being a Le'Veon Bell, and he might not get signed by anybody if he's demanding that kind of money. So maybe Tom Brady in Tampa Bay. I know Stat Boy Charlie would love that, and that would be kind of fun. I, I'm not gonna lie, that would be kind of fun. But I don't know. I think Brady comes back to New England. I, I think this is all just. There's stuff to talk about because you know the season's winding down. There's only eight teams left, and you got to talk about something, right? But speaking of eight teams left, let's take a look at what's going on in the divisional round uh, this coming weekend. Uh, let's see here. Let me get the the slate up here. Uh, over in the AFC, we have. Hold on, we got we got inter, we got internet connection issues. I I mean I just know I could just ramble off the top of my head, but we got. Uh, the Saturday, we got the Vikings at the 49ers. Um, I, you know, me, you've been listening all year. I've liked the Vikings. I have not liked the 49ers. Um, who do I think is going to win this? I don't know. I mean, I, I'm, I know I'm rooting for the Vikings. Uh, I kind of, I don't know guys. I, that one's hard. I'm going to take the 49ers just because they've been a pretty complete team all year and they're going to be at home. Uh, but don't sleep on the Vikings I would definitely I'm gonna take the 49ers I'll be rooting for the Vikings uh they're San Francisco's favored by a touchdown uh yeah I I can see I can see the 49ers winning by a field goal a uh, Robbie gold wins it at the end of the game so I, I don't know I'd take the Vikings plus seven but I think the 49ers win the game then we got Titans Ravens uh the Ravens are nine point favorites Uh, They look great Um, We got two former Alabama running backs Have you guys seen that picture We'll post it on Instagram Of Mark Ingram Standing next to Derrick Henry It is It's like The cover of the movie Twins With Arnold Schwarzenegger And Danny DeVito It's It's pretty funny It's pretty funny Like Shaq and Kevin Hart But uh, You can't pick against Baltimore You can't You know I would even take them Minus nine Uh, I hope I'm wrong I don't think I have to explain that to anybody. I hope I'm wrong. I hope the Ravens lay an egg. I hope the Titans come in and shock the world. But you just can't. You can't pick against the Ravens. So I'm going to take the Ravens. I'll actually take the Ravens minus nine. Over on Sunday, we got Texans at the Chiefs. Oh, boy. Chiefs are actually favored by nine and a half. I would think about taking the Texans, getting the points. But I think the Chiefs are going to win the game. I think they probably benefited from the buy more than we know. I think they were a little banged up, and they started to get a little healthy towards the end there. Uh, the Texans just don't impress me. I know that they they looked fun on Saturday, but they don't impress me. They haven't impressed me all year. As soon as they, you think that they're, the, they're a good team, just like the a, all the teams in the AFC South, they lay an egg. So I'm taking the Chiefs at home. You know, I, yeah, I I like Andy Reid and the Chiefs at home. And then we got to wrap it up. We got Seahawks at Packers, which is going to be a great game. Uh, Green Bay is minus four. Hmm. Ooh, that's interesting. That's an interesting, interesting point spread. I would take the Seahawks getting the points, to be honest with you. To be honest with you, I would take the Seahawks getting the points. I think I might take the Seahawks to win straight up. I The Packers... I don't know. They every time I think that they're like on the cusp of being an elite team and being good. And if they're just good, they can be beat, especially by a Seattle team that seems to be rolling. They seem to have that that magic with them this year, especially on the road. They're calling them the Road Warriors. You know, Marshawn Lynch giving them a little bit of a spark and a little bit of energy. Uh I don't know. I think I'm going to root for the Packers just for the fact I don't want to have to see Pete Carroll chew gum on the sideline. I don't know why that bothers me so much, but God does it. Uh, at Lambeau, okay. I'll take the I'll take the Hawks getting points, but I'm going to take the Packers to win straight up. Packers win by three. I think Mason Crosby does it at the end. Uh, it's going to be. I think it's going to be a great game. I hope it's freezing cold. I hope it's the frozen tundra Lambeau Field. I hope that game is just, just, just the old school knock them, drag 'em drag out football game. Aaron Jones, Marshawn Lynch. I think I'm hoping that this that's what it's going to be. I kind of think it's going to be, and I like the Packers at Lambeau Field. So that's what I'm that's what I'm saying. But God, don't listen to me. What what do I know? I was one for three this past weekend. Oh. What do I know? What the hell do I know? But anyways, that's what I got to say heading into the divisional round. We'll be back next week. Hopefully Simon will be with me as we take a look into the conference championships. Um, I'm not going to pick ahead. I'm not going to pick ahead. I had the Saints in the Super Bowl, so what what do I know? I'm going to stick to this week. You guys take it for what it is. Don't bet the house because I don't know what I'm talking about. Anyways, thanks for listening. We'll talk to you next week. Make sure you are following us on Instagram. We appreciate all the love. uh, And make sure you're following Overtime Sports Network on Twitter and on YouTube. A lot of great YouTube content coming your way. And I'll probably be sending over some of my stuff as well. So thanks again, guys. And we will see you next week. Have a good one.